Hewler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. What's going on, Steelers Nation? Baby, yes, indeed. This is Motes and Euler for the next two hours on Steelers Nation Radio while we take you inside this electric factory. And, baby, it feels good to be back on the airways letting y'all hear me and my colleague, my counterpart with the amazing hair. And as you already know how we do this thing when we get up here on these airways, interactive, right? Super interactive show. And obviously, it's been a while. So we got plenty to talk about today. I'm talking tons. We got Steelers news. We got Big Ben comments. Mr. Rooney comments we're reacting to. Mega trade in the NFL over the weekend. I mean, just jam-packed from start to finish. (sighs) So, because we do love your participation, the best way to participate is to hit us up on the Twitter.com, and that's at TheBody52. And at Wesley Euler. And speaking of my good-haired colleague, how are you doing, brother? I'm fantastic. It would probably help if I turn my microphone on here. I'm, I'm about to say, there we go. Let me get a little levels from you, baby. Um, I'm great. I We just got some really good news before we went on air here. I yes, mean, like yes. Seconds before we went on air. Absolutely. The college football, NCAA football games are coming back to the next-gen consoles. It's back. I think next, like not this college football season, but yeah. next college football mm-hmm. season. So that, obviously, we were both like, oh, oh, oh yeah. this is awesome. Super this awesome. This is great. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, I missed you last week. I have... Quickly, I have a theory for you. Uh oh, and I'd be interested to get the uh, the thoughts of the I am super excited about your theory. The power grid. Uh, I think Mozi bailed last week because of his Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I was grieving, man. He just needed a week off. Look, look, look! I had two very tragic incidents happen back to back weeks for me. <laughs> Obviously, the Pittsburgh Steelers were knocked out of the playoffs, and then subsequently, you know, essentially two weeks later, the Buffalo Bills yep. were out. I, I couldn't, I couldn't bear the thought of coming up here and talking. I was grieving. <laughs> I needed a counselor, man. Hey, listen, if you're grieving or you're going through some hardships, man, talk to a therapist. Even if it's not hardship, we can still talk to a therapist. So I needed, I need some time. All right, I need some me time to get myself and, in order. And now I'm back. I'm in a safe space. Is this a safe environment? Oh, can I safe, come up here and just can I, can I vent with you? I mean, like, this is tough. I mean, it's not often I, that I get both of my teams, both both of the organizations that took me in into the playoffs, into the playoffs, and then you get Division the whole champion. You know, I, I was excited. It was excited, and then it's just like, oh, it just comes crashing down, and not just to come crashing down, but it comes crashing down. I got to watch Tom Brady and hear about Tom Brady going to his yeah. tenth Super Bowl, and then I just get reminded that oh, he's going to ten Super Bowls. I played nine years, made it to one AFC Championship game, and good luck, Lusu. That guy. Thanks a lot, Tom Brady. Thank you a lot. All right, I I, I can't. Take it. I'm sick of it, man. I'm sick. You know my record. They tell me, you know your career record against Tom Brady is like ten and one, or excuse me, one and ten. I'm like, oh, thanks, I appreciate you. Then it's like, oh yeah, you know Brady's been to ten Super Bowls now. Oh yeah, you know why? Because I sent them to one of them. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Um, you know, Motsi, I was in a little bit of a. I don't know if mourning is the right term, but I was in. A, I was in a period of anger. Mm. This time last week. I mm. really was. I was upset. You know, Motes, you know this. Anybody who's listened to this show for more than 15 minutes knows this. Aaron Rodgers is my guy guy. He is a bad man. And I just, 
I felt so confident in the Green Bay Packers that they were going to end our national nightmare. You know, I thought no, we no, left— No, no, no. You, you, had, you had double interest on that, too. I thought we left the bad vibes in mm. 2020. I thought it was a new year, Mm-mm. a new leaf— a new page, moving forward as a country, getting this pandemic behind us, putting the bad times behind mm-hmm. us, and mm-hmm. letting the good times roll. Yet, Arthur Motes, here we are again, and stinking Tom Brady is in another Super Bowl. I, you I'm know why? for 2022 you know, you know why? They say those bills always come due. That's what Coach Tom would always tell me. He said, most man, you better take care of it on the front end. Because those bills will come due. You keep letting them stack, it's going to come due eventually. And I remember a certain individual who I'm on the microphone with that likes to write. And Mm. you know, I occasionally write, but somebody likes to write a little bit more than me. They're a little Mm. bit more professional. Mm. And I remember reading an article where he was very um, stern in his belief that a certain quarterback Uh. that used to reside in Boston would no longer... Yeah, can we talk about that real Make quick? Make it to the Super Bowl. We would never see this again. I mean, I had the confidence when I read. I was like, you know what? Maybe he's right. He brings some valid points here. The article's still up on ESPNPGH.com. I mean, you have to search back a year to find it, but it's still there. But 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 you know what you Most, did, man? I'm a little this disappointed, is though. Think about this. I know, every time we're Brady, every, but this is every time, right? Because even before you, we talked about how every year a different national analyst gets someone, and he's the one that says, this is the year mm-hmm. that Brady falls off the cliff. I know. This is the year it's over. They've been over. doing it since 2013, I was about to say, I mean, how many times? And yet he's still go- and not just going, winning them. That's the thing to me. I'm just like, wow. I do have to say, um, after the Green Bay Packers just absolutely I – mean, they're dead to me, Arthur Motes. The Green mm. Bay Packers and Aaron mm. Rodgers, for at least the time being, are dead to me. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see what happens on Sunday night, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> I as soon as that game was over, Motes, because remember I wrote that article uh, last year. Tom Brady's never going back. Wasn't to another it around Super this Bowl. time? Because it was around the time he posted the picture, which was, was yes. Go, was because, it, the, it was the day before remember, the day was, of the Super Bowl. It was a two part thing. He yeah. had the he had the Hulu tease where everybody thought yes. that he was, was going to announce out his retirement. Right? Yeah, because we all know that's how Tom Brady announces his retirement in a commercial. No, he announces his retirement with the most insufferable press conference of all time. We know how that's going to work. It was that, right? And then, like, the next day, he he posted on his Instagram, I'm not wearing a blazer to the Super Bowl next year because he was in the NFL 100 uh-huh. blazer. Yeah. So I wrote an article, and I said, Tom Brady, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady is never put going some, back to another, another Super Bowl. I even threw in the macho man there, right? He may not like it, but he better accept it. Um, <sighs> and Arthur Motes, you know, New England picked up on that article. You, uh-huh. A bunch of people gave me grief and quote tweeted me and get, clapped back at me and said, all right, well, next year I'll remember this. We'll be back. We'll be dancing on your grave. All day Sunday I'm sitting there refreshing my Twitter feed. Nobody danced on my grave. Hey. Is it because New England yes. doesn't care yes. that much about Tom Brady anymore? No, no, Is no, it no, because no. they just had a down season and they didn't want they didn't want that we, we, smoke? We know or, for a fact it's because they had the down season. But they didn't it, keep it, receipts. Because this is the thing. You're supposed to keep receipts. This is the thing. I, I'm with you on this, but I feel like for New England, they took it as a direct shot towards the organization as a whole, right? The Patriots team, mm. not just Brady. Whereas for me and you, it was more so specific to Brady. Right. But now since he's in Tampa, obviously New England dealt with what they dealt with this year. They over there just tuck and tell right now because they know, hey, man, we, we got two goons I in, this, in right. this division that's this, right. this ready to put the hurting on us. Whereas if, you, if you're looking at Brady fans, though, Oh, I'm sure Brady fade. Let let Brady win this Super Bowl. Oh, let Brady do that, Stop. and I I can assure you, all the Brady supporters will come out of the woodworks, baby. I can't. They, you you will not you you wouldn't have to go, you're not gonna have to search anything. All right, it'll be right there for you to see. Motes, we've been through a lot in the last twelve months. All right, 
a global pandemic, uh, perhaps the most polarizing political time ever in our country. Very true, man. A lot of conversations that needed to be had, a lot of tough conversations about social justice. I mean, we've run wild with the Tiger King, and we've had— Shout out to the Tiger King, We've had GameStock shorts. We've had all these crazy—there's so much stuff that's happened in the last 12 months that we can't even remember all of it. It's true. But man, I not nothing will top Tom Brady if he. Oh, so, I can't, Moats. I can't do it. I, if the if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win on Sunday night, Arthur Moats, I might have to find a new career path. I can't. I can't keep talking about Tom Brady. I'm sick of his face. It, it would be sick, man. It would be sick. But you know sick what? Of his face. But you know what? We're not going to dwell on his negativity. Okay, that's right. We're gonna change to a positive note, a lighter note. And I know you said within the past twelve months, a lot has happened, both good and bad. Yeah, the, the the Fleetwood Mac skater you know, guy, uh-huh. you know, yeah, um, yeah, Bernie and his mittens. You see what I mean? I mean like, a lot like of things have happened. It, it, it's, it's been a lot. But you know something else that's happened within the past twelve months? The Steelers promoted an offensive line assistant Ooh, to the offensive line. That happened coach. in the last couple of days. <laughs> it was in the twelve months, though, right? See, we're all in, as long as we're in the framework, the guidelines of this thing. But, yes, the Steelers have officially promoted Adrian Clem to be their head offensive line coach. Now, he was the off- he was the assistant offensive line coach under Sean Surrett Correct. the past uh, two seasons, I believe. And, yeah, man, now he's going to be the guy that will take over that group officially. A little bit of backstory on him. He um, – uh, in terms of coaching, was most recently at UCLA. He was there between 12, 2012 and 2018. Obviously, when he played, he played for the New England Patriots, was drafted by them, was a three-time Super Bowl champion as well. But um, in terms of the hire, I think it's the safe move for them. But in terms of my thoughts on it, I- I'm indifferent, but indifferent borderline a little bit underwhelmed with it. And, and, and the gist of that is, when I think of how they went about promoting, right? Similar scenario we talked about when Munchak left, they promoted from within with Sean Surrett. We talked about when Haley left, they promoted from within with Randy Feekner. Randy Feekner leaves, they promote from within with Matt Canada. It just seems like another lateral move, right? Yeah. Or, 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 and especially as it pertains to the offensive line room, because at least with the uh, the coordinator discussion, you can debate. Okay, Randy Feekner a little bit older in his uh, concepts, and a Ben guy, whereas Matt Canada a little bit younger, a little bit more of the college flair to it. So you can see the differences. But Adrian Clem didn't have a lot of coaching experience at the yeah. NFL level. And he was under Sean Surrett, who also didn't have a lot of experience in terms of being the head guy at a position group. And just thinking how the performance of the O-line was the past two years under Sean Surrett, to promote his number two guy and to think that we're going to get different results right now, Hmm. to me, that's the part that leaves me a little bit skeptical. I think that's that's fair. And I don't want to make it as if it's like an indictment on Adrian because we don't know in terms of when he becomes the head guy now that he is – what he might want to do differently and motivate and, and teach techniques. Correct. So we're not going to do that. But the initial reaction, that was the feeling that I took from it. Yeah, I, I, and I think that's fair. Um, because there is a difference, I feel like, between this internal promotion and the Matt Canada internal mm-hmm. promotion. We heard Matt Canada's name right away mm-hmm. when, when Randy Feetner was not retained. Adrian Clem didn't really come into the conversation until a few weeks after, till there were already some other names floated around. So, again, I'm not saying this is right or wrong, but I certainly understand from the perception, from the fan perception standpoint of people saying, 
oh, well, he was the Steelers. He wasn't the Steelers' first choice. You know, maybe they wanted this guy and couldn't get him, and then they wanted that guy and couldn't get him, and they, you know, they settled for Clem. I, again, I'm not saying that's how I feel, but I am saying I understand why uh, the optics of it might lead fans to think that way. I, I don't know, Motsi. It, it, it's, it's tough for me because I see a lot of the guys, Zach Banner's on Twitter, a lot of the guys on Twitter um, sticking up for Adrian Clem, saying that they think he's going to do a fantastic job, like just wait and see. I think he's gotten a lot of credit for um, some of the performance that we saw from Kevin Dotson this mm-hmm. season, uh, that we saw from guys last year as well, too. A lot of guys giving him credit um, for some of the things that have happened over the last uh, few years because he has been with the Steelers since 2019. Yes. Um, and the work, I mean, when you look at how impressive Kevin Dotson looked this year, yeah. to hear him linked to that, that is very intriguing. That part, I, I agree. do, I'm excited because we were fans of Dotson's play, both at right guard and left guard. So if he had an imprint on that, that's very exciting. You know what, a uh, little fun fact oh, about I, I Adrian like Clem. Facts. You know, he was drafted by the Patriots mm-hmm. in the year 2000. Out of Hawaii, by the way. Yes, a Hawaii guy. Yes. Um, you know who was also drafted by the Patriots in the year 2000? I'm scared. Four rounds after Adrian Clem. <laughs> Is it? Oh, never mind. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Thomas. <laughs> I'm going to say leave me alone. I right, forget it. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> Everything keeps coming up this guy. TB12, he's everywhere. You know what it reminds me of, though, right? Yo, boy, Jim Carrey, his movie Twenty Three. You remember that? Of course. Everything, everything equals twenty three. Everything equals 23. everything. Like, like, how, how do you equals, come with this? Everything, everything equals, everything equals Brady. Everything equals TB twelve. He is also a three, he is also a three time Super Bowl champion. I'm looking at my clock right now. I look at my clock right now. What does my clock say? Twelve. Oh, oh, I can't deal with this. I can't. <laughs> and then, and then it says sixteen. You know what the one six stands for, right? Oh, no. Six rings. He's trying to add another one to make oh, it seven. Stop. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Come on, stop. man. It's all TB12. Oh, stop. <laughs> anywho. Anywho. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk about our quarterback, That's all right? right? I'm done talking about other people's quarterback. We want to talk about our quarterback well, and some comments that were made about his contract. Can we, can we talk about other people's quarterbacks later on in the show? Like, like I mean, that, like, that's the Ram, like the Rams and the Lions. I mean, we, we could definitely do that, oh, okay, but okay. but but not in this first hour. I'm gotcha, done gotcha. talking about other people's quarterbacks in this first segment. All right, I'm done with it. I'm not talking about another team's quarterback until 1 p.m. All right, it's that simple. <laughs> but when we come back, man, hear about these Big Ben and Mr. Rooney comments. This is Euler Motes on SNR. <laughs> This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. What's up, baby? Yes, indeed. Motes and Euler here on Steeler Nation Radio. Segment number two, not our number two. We ain't rushing out of here that fast, baby. Y'all missed us, and we missed y'all, so, you know, we had to get back in the place to be. It is a nice day today. It is. It's beautiful. I mean, we got, like... 57 inches of snow over the last couple days, but today's very nice. Listen, man, I love when it snows, man. I get to sit on my back porch and just look out there. I feel like I'm in Montana at times. <laughs> you well, you do live in the big house up on nah, top nah, of the hill. No, 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 no. I stay nice on the view. hill, but it's not the big house on the hill. It's, it's a hill, <laughs> but I just love the view. I, you know, I, I just feel like I'm in the mountains somewhere, man. For sure. No, I, I, I do. I Last winter, right, I mean, I think we only got like 
one or two little dustings of snow. Last Tops, winter yeah. was very tame, so I I've been like, enjoying yeah. this. Last year was definitely like the chillest winter we've had for a while, man. For a long time. No, I didn't get to play pond hockey once it, but, but last this, winter. This, all, this year, it, it's been after it. So early. far, it's been hitting. I mean, since, since early, since November. <laughs> we've had, what, three or four yeah, like, decent like, snowstorms already? Without a doubt, man. Yeah. I no, love I'm, I'm not complaining. I, I like the four seasons. This, if you're going to... If you're gonna live somewhere where there are four seasons, give me four seasons. Give me four seasons. Yes. I don't need this like this the this slushy rain because that's what, we had yeah. rain all last year. This it, great value yes. brand <laughs> winter that we had last year. I'd rather just live in Florida exactly, if it's gonna be that. Man. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> but speaking of uh, the non-great value, we gotta speak about who 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 does bring great great value oh. to certain situations, and that's the quarterback here in Pittsburgh, Mr. Benjamin Roethlisberger, and. Obviously, this weekend, or, or excuse me, yeah, you can say this weekend, um, reports were coming out that uh, he obviously was talking about his contract because mm-hmm. and, and, that was the big thing surrounding him. We knew that coming into the next season, he had a $41 million cap pit. Largest in the league. And the biggest question was, number one, would the team be open to restructuring him, extending him, tearing up the deal, doing something different? And would he be open to that as well? So it was a lot surrounding that, a lot of uncertainty. But Ben went on record and basically said, and this is a, a direct quote, I don't care about my pay at all this year. And he's talking about this 2021 mm-hmm. season. And he did have an exclamation point at the end of it because he wanted to put emphasis on it. That's right. And to me, I thought that was the first step. I thought that was very important because, like I said, we can't get to – the team and him finding common ground if he's not at least open to it. That was the one side of it, right? And then you had the flip side where Mr. Rooney, he goes on record and initially he was saying how, yes, he is interested in him coming back, but it would have to be under the the situation that the $41 million cap hit can't happen. Right. And there, he said that he would have to, you know, be open to a significant concession in terms of his money going forward to that way make the numbers work for them to at least be able to make it happen for him to come back next year. So to at least hear that Mr. Rooney, number one, was open to it, but under the concept or under the principles of what the money has to be adjusted, I think is really on par with some of the things that we've been talking about because that $41 million, for that to be the the highest cap hit in the league, your productivity has to be – the the most productive in the league, like yeah. it, it has to be rivaling, or at least in the conversation, you got to be in the Mahomes, yes. Rogers. You got to be in that conversation yeah. to have that type of cap hit. Yeah, and realistically, Ben was not in that conversation this year. Nope. Now, yes, he had times where he flirted with it and it got hot. I mean, it was a, a what a five or six game span, mm-hmm. but then after that, that that largely went away. So. I do think, like I said, this is good for both parties because as it stands today, even with Deshaun, uh, even with Dwayne Haskins on the roster, Mason Rudolph on the roster, Ben is still the best quarterback Correct. for 2021. Correct. Not seeing either of those guys I just named beforehand can't take over, you know, at some point, whether it's next year or the year after that. But as it stands today, Ben still gives you the best yes. chance to win. So finding the contract to match that was important. And I do think that this is the first step in doing so. Yeah, there's um, a lot of loaded statements that have that have been made in the past few days in this regard, right? Um, I think you can look at it a couple different ways. You can look at it as Mr. Rooney kind of putting the ball in Ben's court, you know, saying we want you back, but it has to happen under these parameters. Ben saying 
that he doesn't care about his pay, you know, uh, this year doesn't care. Well, I forget what the exact quote was, but uh, you, you rattled it off there a minute ago. I don't care about my pay at all this year, exclamation point. This year being the key part of that. Very true. Because he can still get that money mm-hmm. just down the road. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd be very interested to see what these negotiations and what these conversations very, very have. Very specific wording. I'd, I'd love to be a fly on the wall because, as you've pointed out, Arthur Motes, uh, there's a difference between honoring your contract. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between your pay this year and your pay mm-hmm. over the course of a contract. Mm-hmm. And like I said, too, it, it, it if you really go back and listen to what Mr. Rooney said, it really seems like – they have pushed the ball into Ben's court, and, and, and we want to play ball, but it's got to be under these rules, under yes. these parameters. Now, what say you? But if Ben calls that bluff, are, 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 are the Steelers, you know, are the Steelers going to have their poker face? Are they going to say, right. are they going to acquiesce and say, all right, well, you know what? Because Mr. Rooney also said that he feels like we owe it to Ben to have that conversation about mm-hmm. how he wants to end his career. There's a whole lot of loaded answers and loaded comments in there, Motsi, that honestly could go a lot of different ways and and, mm-hmm. and and we're not gonna know and I would imagine that those that dialogue will obviously stay very um very quiet between the two parties very intimate between yes. the two parties right there won't be a lot of details that, that get out in that regard but I like I still I obviously you know if I was a betting man <laughs> you a betting man I would bet that Ben Roethlisberger is back on the Pittsburgh Steelers to start the 2021 season without a doubt but Motsi, I, I still wouldn't assume that that's the case. You know what they say happens when Uh-oh. you assume. No, what happens? You make a something out of you and me. Interesting. A PG thirteen word out of you and me. Huh? You don't say. <laughs> um, I, 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 again, I believe that Ben Roethlisberger will be back. But man, if you read between the lines and really what's going on here, I, I, I don't think that it's a foregone conclusion yes. yet that he is. And I'm glad you brought that up because. When we're talking about this statement, I don't care about my pay this year, regardless of the if he's referring to extensions and things along that nature, the this year element of it, initially people mm-hmm. think what? Okay, he has a $41 million cap hit. If he doesn't care about his pay, he'll play for the veteran minimum. Play for the veteran minimum. At his age, he's 39, 18 season is $2 million, okay? The problem is this. In a normal circumstance, yes, he would only have a $2 million cap hit. If this was a normal situation where he wasn't owed any money, everything was paid and all the books were cleared, it would be literally as simple as tear up the contract, $2 million, you pay him this year, he has a cap hit of $2 million, and you think about how much money, I mean, how many talents players you could get when you're saving $39 million compared to the alternative of a $41 million cap hit, right? right? But that's not the situation. The situation here is this. At minimum, the the lowest he could take is $2 million, but he's still going to have a minimum cap hit, absolute minimum of $23 million. Regardless. Because he's already been paid portions of his signing bonus from when he initially signed the deal, and they pushed the money back. The dead cap. Every time the cap will hit, just push it back. Push it back. We could restructure. We could do this to push back to make it hit a certain year. And as I stated earlier, those bills eventually come due. Yes, they do. That $21 million has come due. You saw those bills come due for a team that has been going for it for a long time, yes, the New England indeed. Patriots. This yes, past. indeed. And that's something that Bill Belichick talked about. Not only did they have yeah. more COVID opt-outs than anybody else in the league, they had been doing the same thing with Tom Brady for mm-hmm. a long time. Kept kicking his bonuses and kicking his cap hit down down the line, down the road. Eventually, Arthur Motes. It hits. The debt collector's coming knocking. Absolutely. So 
that's the next element of it because now this dynamic becomes layered because all of us have said, and especially athletes, we'll say, I'll play the game for free. We say it, we don't really mean it. If that's the case, if that's the case, why yeah, do you pay you it? Said it? I mean, let's be real. If that's the case, why, why would I need $20 million? Why would I need $5 million? If I would play it for free, you could pay me 10 Gs and I would go ahead and do it, right? If that's truly the case, that is not. It sounds good. We're supposed to say it. Media loves it. Fans rally behind it. Oh, he's a team guy. Cool. If that's the case, why you got an agent? You know what I mean? <laughs> if, you, if you play free, what do you need all that for? It shouldn't matter about a contract, right? Because you do it for free. Yo, you can sign me to a 10-year, $2 deal. Like, hey, I'm going to play free. It doesn't matter. Let you know right there, okay? That's, that's it's very inaccurate. But the reason why it's important is this. The cap hit, like I said, is already set at $21 million before he gets a cent. So that minimum for him is $2 million. Ben has been playing at around 20 to 25, 30 mil for how many years now? So for him, you have to understand what you're talking about. Let's take that number from 30 and go for, you know, conversation purpose, make it at 10. So that's almost 20, 25 million off of what he was already making. $10 million. And on top of that, that's still a $31 million cap hit. So even him going down to $10 million next season yep. would still equate to a $31 million cap hit. So now you see how, you know, this scale becomes, all right, what number is Ben truly comfortable going out there playing with? And what number and the what Steelers number? think, yeah, they need to make work. Absolutely. Yeah. The Steelers can say, hey, we're not paying more than 27. Oh. Okay, more than 27. So that means that Ben would have to be fine with taking what? Six mil. Is he fine with that? That, that's yeah, that's it. Be taking a sixty-five percent pay cut. Absolutely, and, and well, Mr. Rooney did say Ben would have to make significant concessions in regards to his salary and cap hit for a return to be feasible. That's a direct quote. I didn't want to misquote Mr. Rooney. I'm glad you. I'm, I didn't want to misquote it's his radio station. I, I, here I, I say, you know, hey, hey, listen, I misquote my mama before I misquote <laughs> Mr. Rooney. That's all I'm okay, saying, baby. So hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that? Like, what if? What if Ben? What if Ben? Calls their bluff. T- to me, this is the thing. How I don't think he can call their bluff. I think the scenario is like this. If and I don't know the number, right? I don't know if Mr. Rooney and them are gonna say, hey, 31 right, is the cap right. hit. They could say 33. Okay, all right, 33. Well then that means what he'll get 12. Uh, no, no, excuse me. He would get you know 33, he would get 12 million, right? So they could say, hey, we're gonna give you we'll, we'll, we'll you know offer you 12 million to play this year. That'll put the cap at around 31. We'll make that work. Give that sounds good for you. To do right. X, Y, and Z. If he says no, then it becomes, all right, the tough decision element of it. Cut him. You deal with the 21 mil because they're not going to – that's the thing. Is if he's There's not, no way he plays. Correct. So it, and it just lets this last right. year, it's, right? It's either he is flexible for the deal or they would have to release him because it's either he plays under the mm. deal, which is $41 million, which Ooh. Mr. Rooney already said, you're not going to have a $41 million cap pit next year for us. So that's all, that option is already thrown away. So the next option is what? Okay, we, we, we try to negotiate with you. If that doesn't work, the, the final option is I'm going to cut you for the $21 mil cap pit and live with the loss of that, but at least – I have then, twenty million to acquire right. whatever I need to acquire and, and build something. Then in twenty twenty two, I'm we're, right, we're and now we're good. Free. Yeah. yeah. So those, I mean, that's essentially it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was three options, but one has, like I said, been taken away because Mr. Rooney's comments. So now you're looking at those two. So if Ben plays hardball, it doesn't end well for Ben. To me, it, but but this is the thing. Whew. You still, I, I, if we could know. Either side's number, 
in terms of a business saying, hey, look, man, I'll I, I won't I will play this game for five million. That's my number. That's the lowest I'll do it. Or Timmy, that's the lowest I'll do it. Because trust me, athletes will tell you this as well. A lot of us genuinely do love the game. Oh, sure. Like we we do love it. Your 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 number one motivation yes. isn't I'm just trying to get as Correct. fat of a bank account as possible. Right. It, it's like you love it the game. It is for plenty of athletes. You, you, but, it is. Yeah. But you love the game. But at times, I'll tell you the truth. The money more so, I feel like it's for everything else you're dealing with. The criticism, the pain, the day to day, the sacrifices. Time away from your family. Like it's yeah. so just grueling. Yeah. And a lot of people, because of the dollar amount associated with it, it's hard for them to put it in perspective the human element of this thing and that's why i always tell people when it comes to the money it's relative 10 million dollars to ben compared to 10 million dollars to you oh, is night and day 100%. 10 million dollars to bill gates it's, <laughs> come on like you, you see how it changes right but 10 million dollars to elon musk but, but, and Jeff but, but, right, but, but for certain people when it pertains to athletes it's hard for them to differentiate sure and that's why for me i'm like i can I, I mean, Ben, I'm sure Ben would love to play this game for zero. But when you think about everything he's going to have to deal with, no, you got to get compensated for that yeah, without abso a doubt. Absolutely. But it go, it's going to boil down to what is that number for Ben? Everybody's number is different. Yeah. My number was different and than how, other guys' numbers, you know? And, 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 and how much does he want to finish his career here in a, yeah. in a more normal season, hopefully with fans at Heinz Field? Correct. And, like, and, is, that, is, that so, is that the element of being – you know, under a normal season, fans here, even though we still don't know 100% if it's going to be back to normal, because right. even in the NBA, we can see, like, they're having a shell of it, but it's still nowhere near what it used to be. Maybe maybe by Thanksgiving in November and December, it's, you know, 60,000, 70,000 right. fans at Heinz Field again. So, so you would have to – and for Ben, he would have to decide, okay, is that allure more – you know, do I right. want that more than this money right here? You know, am I willing to, to say, you know what, I'll come back for crumbs to be out here for this? I will tell you firsthand, I love the fan element of it, right? When people ask me, hey, man, as a retired guy, like, what do you miss about the game? I tell them all the time, I miss right after I've made the play when the fans the are going yeah. nuts. Yeah. You miss that. Ben Ben, ben said, Motsi, yeah. seven or eight times mm -hmm. throughout this season how much he missed the fans. You miss that element of it. But what I will tell you is this. That ain't gonna get you through when your knee hurting, when your cool. back hurting from going out there and balling. You know what? You know what would help me get through that? When I would open up that check and I would say, "Whew, all right, don't <laughs> hurt as bad it. today. It was worth it, absolutely." Yeah. But now when them numbers start to get small, them zeros start to disappear because you took the, the the discount or whatever it was to make that thing work. Now you sitting in there, you like, "Hey, bro, this ain't enough. <laughs> this this ain't worth it to me." Like it's it's plenty of times like now, even even especially like year seven, eight, nine for me. The way I would view money then compared to year one and two, what I thought was a lot oh. or what was worth it to me in year one or two, it was things I did in year one and two that they were paying me for per game that oh. as a year seven, eight, nine, I'm like, bro, heck no. Not a chance. Like, I'm borderline disrespected. You and I do that in this business. Yes. <laughs> there, Seriously, there's, man. There's things in this business two years ago that I wouldn't do now. Yeah. Like, that's there's just how things, it goes, man. There's things a year ago that you're <laughs> yes. doing that you're not doing now. Not, not you, at all, you, man. You, you've... You've you evolved, right? I mean, you have. Yes, yeah. you continue to grow. You continue to excel, and from there, that season that you were in, you're no longer there anymore. If, if, if you're the if you're the head chef at Morton's, you're not going to make fries at McDonald's. You're not going to make fries at McDonald's. You're not doing it, man. Yeah. Period. That and that's in every walk of life. I don't care yes. what it is. If, if you're if you're running the office, mm -hmm. 
You're not going back to you're be not, the doorman. You're, you're not going back to being the cold call guy who makes yeah. 120 cold calls to strangers every that. day. Like you're you, not you, you're the sales manager. You, you're not doing that. You're not going from the corner office with the view to, to the cubicle. If you're a on the fourth floor, if you're a partner, it's not happening, man. If you're man. a partner to law firm, you're not going. Hey, take my name off the law firm. I just want to go back to being a clerk here and, like, and doing basic work. Seriously, like, man. It's 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 not. It, it, if you're the head surgeon at UPMC, you're not like, hey, you know what? Uh, uh, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go. I'll be a nurse. I'm gonna be a nurse right here. I'll go work a nurse, or I'll go yeah. be a, a physician's assistant, or something. Like it's just not happening. But that's essentially this scenario right here, man. Yeah. It, it it's. Whoo! I'm I'm yeah. very interested to see. Listen, every NFL offseason, it doesn't matter if your team goes 0 and 16 or if your team wins the Super Bowl. Every NFL offseason, there's a lot of intriguing storylines. Yes. Always. And there's and there's plenty with the Steelers, Mozi. There's plenty, but this might be might be number one on the list. This might be number one with a bullet. It might be uh, yes. keeping an yes. eye on what happens. Uh, with underlying this, bull point. This this Ben Roethlisberger contract situation because like I think you said it very well. There were three scenarios coming into this. Mm-hmm. Just let him play it out, extend him or cut him. Well, the first one has been taken off the table. Yeah. So now it's extend them or cut them. And well, you know what? Ooh, it's you know what? Be interesting. It, it, it's what I want to do now because now that we're at this point where it's either, like you said, you can extend them or you can cut them, right? Extend them or, and, and when we say extend them, it can be any variation of an extension, right. right? You tear up this final year and redo it on a one year thing. You extend it to a two year, three year, as fluff Sp- years, however you want to do it, right? The cap hit, but yeah. but essentially it falls down to either extend or cut. So power grid. Ooh. Talk to me, baby. Talk to me. Y'all been, you know what I mean? Hey, hey. Oh. We, we, we haven't really included y'all just yet, but now is your time. As it pertains to Ben Roethlisberger in the 2021 season, you extending him so he can play this year, or are you cutting him? What are you doing? You are Art Rooney II and if, Kevin if, Colbert. If, if you're in the driver's seat, how are you? <laughs> what are you going to do? Hit us up on the Twitter.com at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The good air. Hey, and this is Molson Euler. We're going to break. So, see you on the flip side on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yes, indeed. Motes and Euler back in the saddle, getting after it as we always do in that noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time zone, you back. know, back. on SNR, inside the Electric Factory. And uh, before we went to break, we had asked the power grid, the megawatts, to just, you know, Share your thoughts, man, on what you would do yeah. with Ben Roethlisberger in this contract situation. Are you extending him? Are you cutting him? What are you doing? What are your thoughts? And as always, the power grip response. They did, yeah. Our, our buddy Thrash says, well, we got to cut Ben because we have to make room for Carson Wentz and Sam Darnold somehow, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you had to pick between the two, though, which one are you going with? Uh, contract situation considered or no? Sure. Then I would go Sam Darnold because there's no way I'd want to take on Carson Wentz. Fair enough. But like, if they're both free agents right now, I think I would go with. I think I'd take a flyer on Carson Wentz first. I don't know. What say you? That's a good question, though. I mean, it is. The contract does make it interesting. Well, because yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't you, take on yeah, Carson you can't Wentz's take contract. with that contract. That contract's no. nasty. But if Man. it was like you get a one year like ten million dollar deal for one year fifteen million dollar deal for both of them, do you think that Wentz is that much more talented than Darnold? No, I do not. I you know you remember I I liked Sam Darnold a lot coming out of college. I know. 
And see, for me, I feel like I have a biasness towards Carson Wentz because for sure. he went, he, I North think Dakota I do, State. I think I do in a the sense. Dak you Prescott do, yeah. argument. I do in like, a sense too because I think I had, <laughs> like I had so much faith in him like three yeah. years ago, and he's just continually let me down since then. Man, that's uh, you know what? See, I just doubted him too much. I might go Sam Darnold now. You know why? Like, I feel like this Ryan Tannehill effect is real. I agree. Like I you love, saw what Ryan uh, uh-huh. Tannehill got out of a got out of Adam Gase, same guy that was with Darnold. That's all I'm saying, man. Oh uh, yeah, give me give me Sam Darnold. G- give me Sammy. Give me Sam Darnold. Give me Sam Darnold. We'll roll with good old Sam Darnold. At man. least I know he's not gonna get the. Well, he did just get the coach fired too. I guess. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Don Juan said I would renew Ben's contract over three years to try and spread out the forty-one million. I think there's a good chance that that's what that, the Steelers want to do as well. Yeah, that yeah. could definitely happen. Now, I think in that scenario, it'll be interesting to see the validity of the extended years as well. I know some people have, and we talked about this in terms of you can give them an extension, but it's more so a paper extension, right? More so you're doing it to lower the cap hit in 21, but both under the agreement, and almost like the, the brother-in-law or the handshake agreement of – Hey man, this is still the last go. Tear it up after uh-huh. this, and we're good. So that could be a scenario. I mean, you, you just never know. It, it's multiple ways in which they can right. handle this, man. Well, it's funny you say that because that's kind of what TC is saying here. TC says it's simple. You extend them for three or four seasons with the agreement that this next season is it. You spread the money out, and when the uh, new TV deals kick in, hopefully the cap goes up, and that dead money won't be a huge issue down the line. Ben's still our best option. That's yeah. that's kind of what you and I have been discussing. And, and, and the reason why, and, and I'm glad that you said it was TC, right? I'm glad TC, that you yeah. brought that up about the TV deals because no one anticipated the pandemic. No one anticipated that because that made the cat flatten. And, and in some cases, I mean, it, it even flirted with dropping a little bit. And that's the part that made Ben's cat pit that much more, you know, significant because now you're running out of room and the cap is going down. So those are the parts that they really made it difficult, you know, in this scenario. But it's guys like Omar Khan that, hey, this is what you get paid to do. This is why you get paid the big bucks. This is why you get the headaches. And I'm sure this is why he wears a low cut. So that this way is, the grades don't pop out because this is a stressful situation this right is here. This also why Omar Khan got to be in that scene at Heinz Field in The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I mean, it, exactly, man. All that stress is worth it when, you, when you're chilling with Bane. Yeah. Uh, Eric Mel 95. <laughs> Chilling with him, you know. Uh, I think, I don't know. Eric Mel 95. Is this the first time tweeter? That sounds. Can, can I get a, can I get a? Welcome to the party, pal. There it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eric Mel 95 says, love the show, guys. Now, to get straight to the point, extend number seven and let him decide if he really wants to play at that lower salary and stay true to his word. The Steelers franchise will always remain. Ben's shelf life will not, but he'll always be a legend. That's that's what I think they want to do. Like we've discussed, they they want the ball to be in his court in this instance. I think because too, Motsi, and you and I have talked about the Terry Bradshaw effect and that relationship on all this. We've talked about how um, the, the Troy Polamalu and, and James Harrison, how their kind of exit went mm-hmm. and how that factors into all of this. I, I think it's they. I think that it's pretty clear that they want it to be in a position where it looks like Ben is the one making the decision, so that if they do end up cutting them. Whatever you want to say about the optics, you know, Steelers don't look like the bad guys to the fan base. Yeah, but to me, man, I'm just like I don't care about that stuff. I, but I, I agree, I, people, yeah. but people do. No, 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 you're, you're yeah. right. People definitely do, but I think from an organizational standpoint, I mean, 
you're gonna it, that's gonna happen. You're gonna cut fan favorites. Yes. Fan favorites. Are t- it, it is what it is. Oh, they've been doing that for years. Yeah, it is. Joey what it Porter. Is. Yeah, I would say, they, come they, on, man. They let Alan Fanica walk to the Jets. Like, yeah, they've been. That, they've been. That's that's the nature of the game. That's mm-hmm. the nature of sports. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about sports in general. Like that happens. And it's, it's funny too, Moats, because the fans want it both ways. They want to keep the legends. They want to keep uh-huh. the icons forever, right? They want to keep Ben Roethlisberger forever, unless Ben goes out there and stinks it up this year. Then you got to cut him on the spot. Oh, Should have got rid of him. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing that's going on right now with Chris Letang and Evgeny Malkin, is Come it not? Come on, man, you see it. If if if, if a year or two it. ago the Pens would have traded Letang or Malkin, the fans would have. How do you do? How I mean, do you trade I mean, a three-time you, champion you, who meant so much? You and now it? the fans are like. Well, why didn't you trade Evgeny Malkin? Why exactly. didn't you trade Crystal Tang? Y- y- y'all waited a year too long. Their value's going down. <laughs> uh, Eric follows but up. But you know what happens yes. when you do that? Then your GM just retires. I mean, resigns. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hey. Kevin Colbert's not going to resign, Whoa. is he? Oh. oh, you said I can't trade him? Okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> Give me my name badge. <laughs> and no, it's not age-related or health-related. Thank you very much. <laughs> Oh gosh! Uh, Eric follows up and said, "Yes, it is my first time tweeting. Thank you for the shout out." Well, hey, major, major, welcome to the party, pal. Yes, indeed. Uh, Steeler bomb twenty thirty. I'm saying rip the bandaid off. It's just smart business. You take two or three down years, and you compete again for the next fifteen years. Now, see, Motsi, that is my biggest thing in all of this. The the balancing of yes, Ben Roethlisberger is the best quarterback option for the Steelers in 2021. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, unless they're going to go out and get Patrick Mahomes or, 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 or Josh Dwayne, Allen. Or, or, or Dwayne Hassan's going to magically wake up and, and play like the 15th overall pick today. Yeah. But I, I do think in a way that when it though it helps you in the interim, right? It helps you in the short term, mm-hmm. having been back next year. I do think that ultimately pushes your next championship window further back. I, I do. agree. I think I think the I can longer, be honest and say long, both of those things. At, at this stage in his career, the longer he's here, the longer it the rebuild or that yeah. next Super Bowl will take. It makes them better right yes. now, but it also I think you and I both agree it, it doesn't them, it doesn't make them good enough to win a Super Bowl. Correct. It pushes back their next Super yes. Bowl window. But we all know that the Steelers don't really right. evaluate it like that. And, and we said that's this the fan team, perspective. Th- what they're doing right now, this makes this team the Indianapolis Colts. That's how I look at them. The Colts were a good team. I've been saying it. They were a good team. Solid offensively, defensively, could do some things, man. What, won 11, 12 games? Good team. Yeah. But you never viewed the Colts as legitimate Super Bowl contenders. Nope. Double-digit wins, all the stuff they were doing, we never viewed them as legit and I mean, they were right down to the wire to win the division. Think about that. Them, them and the Titans, they were going at it. Mm-hmm. Never thought of them that way, though. And I just personally feel that with the Steelers right now. It's like they're a good team, and they will still be a good team. They'll be a 10 win. They'll be right in that, that area yes. where they're competing, you know, borderline. Might even win the division again, like in that range. They'll have a couple weeks where they look really good. Absolutely. And they, they, maybe they knock off a team They'll like go on Green some Bay spurts. or Kansas Absolutely. City or Buff, and then. But then they might lose to yes. the Bengals the, yes. uh, uh, two weeks later. It, yes. It's, I think, going to be a lot of ebbs and flows yes. in that regard. And, and, and that's the difference between the good teams and the great teams. It still was last year were a good team. But you can see the ebb and flow of it. You start out 11-0, then you go 1-5 and down the stretch. You obviously get knocked out in the playoffs to the division foe. Good teams play like that. Some weeks they look really good. Some weeks they look bad. Some weeks they look okay. That's good teams. The great teams – it's nine times out of ten they look great, and yeah. then and then on the one where it's the bad game they just look good. 
but you see the difference. You know, it's it's way less. You know, uh, of the fluctuation. Yeah, the, the ceiling and the floor yes. are, are, are much like the. It's a high it, floor. Yes, 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 yes. The the gap isn't as bad. Like even at your worst, yes. you still don't look that bad. And, and yeah. to me, I just don't think. And, and now they could have surprised. They could make some major moves this off season. You know, finagle some contracts, release some people, draft. draft some people. Yeah couple surprise, you know, low free agent signings that come out and do a lot better than we expect. That could be the case. But as it stands today, I personally don't see it right now, man. I'm with you, partner. I do like I said, I it's a double-edged sword for me. It's a catch-22 yeah. because Ben Roethlisberger back in 2021 makes the Steelers the best that they can be in 2021. But I don't think that the best that they can be in 2021 is, is Super Bowl champion. And then, like I said, you're kind of you're kicking the next Super Bowl window down the road. But Absolutely, man. Again, this is all purely speculation right now. Uh, our buddy you see, David. You, you see I hopped into the speculation game with you, right? You I see, love you it. See? You see? Uh, let's see. You are. Oh. Remember when I said there was things you wouldn't do two years or things that you were doing two years ago that you hey wouldn't now. do now? Hey well, now. It works the other way, too. I mean, hey two now. years ago, you weren't doing this hypothetical thing. Now you're cannonballing with me into the deep end, baby. I just want to put you to the edge. That's it. <laughs> Last one, our Photoshop, our resident Photoshop extraordinaire, David, yes, indeed. Uh, says, no way I'm cutting number seven. I extend him with a reworked contract that has postseason incentives. Next year we move on. He's earned at least one more run at it. And I I don't hate that logic. I don't. Yeah. I, I There is a balance there between let it, give it, like, giving your legends their swan song, right. letting them go out how they want to, then at the same time, too, not being, not letting them, you know, kind of hold the organization hostage. Yeah. Like if if that happens, right? Say Ben comes back next year, the Steelers go nine and seven and just miss the playoffs. The Steelers go ten and six, you know, get to wild card weekend mm-hmm. and lose to a team like the Bills or the Chiefs or something in the first round. And then Ben says, "I want to run it back one more year." Then I'm probably putting my foot down. I was just, I'm definitely putting my foot down. For, but. For, for me, I was just I was just thinking about the uh, the incentivized contract with postseason stuff. I said my man had thirty four million dollars this year. <laughs> that wasn't incentive enough. Now we already know we're gonna cut that pay significantly. <laughs> <laughs> we expect walk from. I just. I said, man, I don't think that's how incentive works. <laughs> Moats and I need incentives in our contract. <laughs> they work like that at least every. Every week that Moats and I go without butchering somebody's first name, we get a bonus. Like, wait a minute, man. Every week that I go without confusing Travis Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. Oh, man. Without confusing Jason Marcus Peters, Peters and, Marcus and Jason Peters. <laughs> we get free McDonald's coupons. Woo! There it is, man. There it is. But when we come back, man, we're going to definitely talk about a mega trade that happened in the NFL oh, that yeah. does pertain to the quarterback position, man, and how it could potentially affect another quarterback mm. that, you know, some people have linked potentially to the Pittsburgh area. Mm. <sighs> but you're going to have to stay tuned to hear who we're talking about. This is Moats and Eula on SNR. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR.
yes, yes, yes. Mosin Yula here, baby, for hour number two in the saddle, baby, on Still the Nation Blitz, oh, Still yeah. the Nation Radio. And uh, yeah, I love this song right here, man, because <laughs> it's so fitting, man. Both of these organizations, Detroit Lions, LA Rams, that mm. we're about to talk about, they were part of this mega trade over the weekend where we saw the Lions sink franchise quarterback Matthew Stafford, former number one overall pick, to the L.A. Rams. And what the L.A. Rams gave up in this trade was their number one overall quarterback, Jared Goff, who had led them to a Super Bowl along with two first-round draft picks in the 2022 draft and the 2023 draft and a third-round pick in the 2021 draft. I mean, it it was a hefty. It was. A a hefty, hefty, hefty. In terms of the uh, the ransom for said quarterback, Matthew for, Stafford, man. For NFL standards, I mean, this is a blockbuster. Oh, without a it doubt. Is. This is kind of like, it reminded me of when Chris Paul got traded yeah. to the Clippers initially. And you're like, yeah, They didn't Whoa. veto this one like right, when Chris right. Paul got traded to the Lakers? Well, see, now, they would have traded Stafford to, can't, I don't know. Can't, can't say <laughs> that. It had to be another just like powerhouse. Then, right. yeah, you might get some of that action. <laughs> but that's what it reminded me of because it's like, man, you know – Stafford is talented, very similar to how Chris Paul was talented when he was with the Hornets. I mean, the Pelicans, but it was like, man, their teams were never going to be contenders. Their teams were never going to go far just based on their market, the the organization, and things along that nature. When you think about Matthew Stafford in Detroit, we've talked about him as a top 10, top 15 at worst quarterback throughout his career. But he's been playing in Detroit where they – either haven't had a lot of weapons. We talked about the competence or the lack thereof from a coaching standpoint and then sometimes from an organizational standpoint as well. And that's been reflected with how much transition they've had throughout these past couple of years. Man, to to see that, I I looked at it like this. I said, man, just initial knee-jerk reaction. I thought it was three very clear winners and one distinct loser in this scenario. Hit me. Number one, the L.A. Rams. Huge, huge win for them. I agree. They, they, They are instantly... Super Bowl contenders. Once, I mean, not as if they weren't already, but they are legitimate. Like you can borderline debate them being the favorites in the NFC right now. Most in the last three years, yeah, they had in 2019 Bowl, they went seven and nine. Round. But between that, Super Bowl and division yeah. round. Mm-hmm. In the last three years, they've won play. Uh, two of those two, three years, yeah. they've won playoff games. They went to the Super yeah. Bowl. They beat the Seahawks on the road this mm-hmm. year. And they've done that all without a first-round draft pick since 2017. Absolutely. Amazing. It, it, yeah, it, it's crazy. I thought you had to have first-round draft picks to be yeah. good. Me, well, you know, it's funny huh. you say that. Um, I did the research on this yesterday, Arthur Motes. Hey, now. You know I'm always doing the research. Yes, let me, let me grab it for you here real quick. Uh, since 2017, the Rams have not had a first-round draft pick, yet they're 43-21 and 21 in that time. Mm-hmm. Made the playoffs every year except for 2019. Made it to a Super Bowl. They've won three playoff games. Meanwhile... Mm-hmm. In that same time period, the most first-round draft picks. Cleveland Browns. The Raiders. Oh, oh, because that trade, yeah. Yet Las Vegas is 25-39 and 39 in that same time period and some hasn't people, sniffed the playoffs. Some people truly value these first-round draft picks. For me, I've always had a different perspective, obviously, because as a player, knowing as a six-rounder, me beating out former first-round draft picks, and then seeing just throughout my career the first-round draft picks and how some of the guys develop, some of them don't. But then some of them develop at different stages. I talk about the difference between a Ryan Shazier and his development, how quick it was versus a Bud Dupree and how it took him a little bit longer to develop. Hmm. Both very talented in their own regard, but you saw how long it took the different parties. For me, man, I, I love what the Rams were doing in terms of just their their mentality. 
they value productive players. They don't care about, Potential. oh, well, I'm picking at the 10 spot. You know who I can get at 10? No, I don't know. You know what, what, what you can't get at 10? Matthew Stafford. It, it's no guarantee <laughs> that, that Jalen Ramsey went when they made the trade for Jalen Ramsey a year ago. It's no re- you're not getting that at 10. I can show you that. So when I think of the Rams' approach, I'm like, this is a, a huge win. Not only, okay, you get rid of golf, you upgrade that situation very, very much. Mm-hmm. Anyone that, that watches ball can tell mm-hmm. you the difference, man. Matthew Stafford is, is yes, head and shoulders yes. a be- uh, head and shoulders better than Jared Goff. No yes. debate. So you upgrade there. Now, obviously, you lose some picks, but you instantly become contenders. Again, like I said, borderline favorites, depending on who you're speaking to in the NFC. So they are my they're, – they're the first winners. Yep. The second one is Matthew Stafford. 100%. You, you went from dysfunction. You went from, from the outhouse oh. to the penthouse. You are the new version of Avery Williamson. You That's who you are. You from Michigan to Southern California. Hey, not too bad of a climate They say change. it never rains there either. <laughs> That's what I've heard. That, that's what I've heard. So, so to me, Matthew Stafford, not only are you going on a contender, not only are you going to be playing in, like I said, great weather because – Offensive think, guru th- head just coach. Think, think about – the, in that division as well, some of the places you're going to play, it is not going to be as cold as your San Green Bay, your Chicago, Seattle. Like, yep. it, it, it's a better situation for you, mm-hmm. right? 100%. So he's the number two winner. The third winner is the Detroit Lions. Man, when they were able to acquire, you got what? Two first round, two additional first round draft picks in the next two drafts. You get a third round pick in this year's draft, and you have a stopgap at quarterback. A quarterback you can win with. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he he can come in here and, and be the guy for next season until you draft your guy. He could be the long term guy, or you could use him as trade bait. You have that element as well, so you have a lot of flexibility. You flip him next year for a second round pick. Exactly. Then all of a sudden, you got two firsts, a second, mm-hmm. and a third for Matthew Stafford. Yep. A guy who's going to be 32 next week, Motsi. Not that that's and, and, but, old, but, but, but no, he's but not that's a why, spring chicken. But that's why for anymore. me though, for it's good business. But that's why for I said Detroit. for the Rams though, why I love it yeah, at thirty two. Think, think about this: Ben is thirty nine. Aaron or Rogers, Ben will be 39. Aaron Rodgers is 36. He's going to win the MVP on exactly. Saturday. Exactly. And yeah. then and then you got quarterbacks legit playing into their 40s. Yeah. So you're in theory looking at an, at least seven, at least seven years with this guy. Uh, I, I think it's. I, I'm with you. I think it's yes. good business by the Rams and by the Lions for sure. And if you're ready to hear who got I, the short I, end I think of I the know stick, where this is going. I always tell my oldest daughter when she's taking tests, if it's multiple choice, just use the process of elimination. You got four parties that were involved in this trade. <laughs> the Detroit Lions, the L.A. Rams, Matthew Stafford, and Jared Goff. I spoke highly of three of these uh, parties. So there's one remaining individual yeah. that has not been spoken of. Poor Jared Goff. That's Process of elimination. Jared Goff, you, my friend, are the weakest link. Goodbye. Yeah. Man, Detroit. From L.A. to Detroit. Number That's one location-wise. That's Woo, rough. Sell that nice, beautiful home in Southern California. That's rough. Go ahead and get you some snow boots, a big bubble and goose coat. Remember, he's yeah. Jared Goff, too. That's his. He's a California guy. Yes. This this is this is big. Born and raised in California. Yes. Went to college at Cal. Uh-huh. He's a Cali boy. Then, 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 not to mention, now, you're, buy, you're going buy from. Buy yourself some winter coats now, Jared yes. Goff. <laughs> so not only that, but you're also going to a, a way less talented team in terms oh, of Detroit Lions compared to the close. Rams. Not that defense that the Rams are putting out there that could keep getting you the ball back. You're not getting out of Detroit, baby. You're not getting that at all. But then not to mention that, not to mention that, because, you know, that's just part of the issue. It's part of it. you going from boy genius, Jimmy Neutron, Mr. Sean McVay, to if I fall down, I'm going to bite the kneecap. If I get up and I fall, I'm going to bite your thigh. If I get up, I'm going to bite your, 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 your left, your, your cheekbone. Like, what? Bro, get out of here. That's not the type of, like, like how? And, and, and this is the thing. I don't know why we're acting surprised. Didn't we hear him say similar things when he was hired in Miami? He said the same things, similar things. We're just like, bro, what, what are we talking about here? What are we doing? Like, like, 
Was we we didn't learn the first time? We didn't learn the first time? Okay, question for you. I'll put you on the spot a little bit here. I like it. Who lasts longer in Detroit, Dan Campbell or Jerry Goff? Oh, Cole? man. Oh, man. <laughs> Who See, because this is my issue. Silver and blue. I feel like it's going to be Dan because I am <laughs> not completely sold that the Lions are going to keep Jerry That's Goff. That's true. I think it, it, I, I'm flirting with the Brock Osweiler type situation where you trade him there and they'll trade him somewhere try else. Try to flip him for a second round. Absolutely. Play. We saw that when uh, when Brock Osweiler signed his deal to go to Houston and then from Houston, I think they sent them to uh, Cleveland. And I forgot where from Cleveland, but they sent them somewhere else. It wasn't back to Denver, was it? No, I thought wasn't it Cleveland who took him on? I thought Cleveland took him on for a second round pick. Yes, and then they sent him to. T- it was one or the other. Yeah, yeah but yeah. either way, it was that type of scenario. And I think uh, no, that's in a good, my that's mind, a really good comp by you. I, I just think that could be a similar scenario because number one, if you're Dan, right? Do you love golf? If, if this is your go, so do you, go ahead. Here's what happened: the, the Browns traded for Osweiler for a second round pick. Yes, with all the intentions of releasing him. Yes, that's they what just it was. wanted the second. They essentially paid yes. Brock Osweiler to get a that's second round. That's what pick. it was. Yeah. Yes, and they paid him and cut him. Yes, absolutely. Correct. That's definitely yep. what it was. Yep. So to me, they paid for a second yes. round pick. Essentially, what, what, what I think is this: I just, I, I'm not completely sold that for for Dan when he gets there that he's gonna want his legacy, especially early on. To be connected to Jared Goff, if he doesn't truly believe in Jared Goff, we know what Detroit just left under Matt Patricia and how quickly things turned sour there. I don't think if I'm a new coach, I want to come into this situation with a a less talented quarterback. At least Patricia had Stafford. Goff, Goff is not doing the things that Stafford could do out there. Point. So to me, I could easily see it where they just simply say, "Look, man, we 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 trying to find a partner right now to trade you somewhere." Trade you somewhere, Jacksonville or somewhere they gonna have you go compete for for a spot like one of those scenarios. I just don't think Detroit is gonna keep him. You know that's an interesting. Yeah, man. I just don't think it is. What do you think though? Because you never told me. I'm 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 100 with you. Yeah. Um, I think it's a I think it's a good move for both franchises. I think if you're Detroit, this is probably your last opportunity to capitalize on Matt Stafford. He's gonna be 32 next week, which again, like we've said, isn't old by quarterback standards in the modern NFL. But he's not Deshaun Watson and 25 years old anymore either. Um, good business for the Lions. Good business for the Rams. Uh, I'm with you. Yeah, it's a, it's a different type of offense. Um, and we'll see how Stafford can adapt to that. Certainly, but I mean. I think the Rams are right there with anybody else in the NFC now in terms of having a chance. They were last year, honestly. Like, yes. I think people forget too. Aaron Donald was playing at like sixty percent health in that yeah, game against the Packers. Is cracked. This is if, if, though, yeah. if Aaron Donald's healthy, that is a different game against the Packers, and mm-hmm. maybe it's the Rams in the NFC Championship game. And and then obviously, who knows? This might be just happening now. Maybe the Rams are still playing. I don't know. But yeah, I. I, I love it too, Arthur Motes, and I'm gonna be I'll be clear with you on this. I know we got to go to break here, so I don't want to open a new can of worms. But I hope the Rams have success next year. I hope the Rams win a Super Bowl with Matt Stafford. I, I do. I, I have yeah. no problem saying that because I just think it'll it. Every sports league, I like it when there's new things, when there's more forward thinking, when it's not the. This is the way we've always yes, done things. Yes. And I don't I'm <laughs> Show not Show that draft picks don't mean I, everything. I'm not man. <laughs> saying that I want the NFL to move completely to the NBA model where it's player empowerment, hundred percent, it's player movement, hundred percent draft picks. Yeah, we'll give you seventeen draft picks for James Harden. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not saying I want it to be that extreme, but 
I, I think it can move a little bit more into the 21st century at the same time. If the I Rams agree. go out here in the next two or three years and win a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford, everyone will say that was worth it. I mean, because I think it'll showed, change some conventional thinking. I mean, because they've already started to show that change when they at least went to the Super Bowl and some of the things they're able to do with the talent they've mm-hmm. acquired. But man, we we you know what? We're going to touch on that a little bit more because when we come back, either way, we got to talk a little bit about this virtual Pro Bowl that took place over the weekend. That was kind of crazy. But it also (laughs) includes another very prominent quarterback who could potentially be hitting the market as well. Uh, I see what you're doing. And we can see the connection there. So when we get back, we'll definitely be chatting about that. But this is Motsing Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Yes, yes, yes. Back in the flesh. Bill has been paid. Money's cleared. Mm. Motes and Euler, SNR. Oh, I see what you did there. You see it? You see it? <laughs> I mean, look at you. You got the, you got the, ch- you got the chops. You got the chops. Let me just have a little fun with it, man. Listen, I'm telling you, 10 years from now, folks, you're going to look up and Moats, he's going to be on the NFL Network. He's going to be hosting Family Feud or one of those game shows. Says the guy who does his own show on ESPN. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever you say, man, whatever you say. Listen, I... Well, when I leave speaking out of here, of, I'm going to go home. You're going to go to work. Speaking of, speaking of contracts, don't worry. I'm, tr- I'm trying to get you in on the next on the next contract upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> big fancy studio, hey. phone lines, mm-hmm. talk about whatever we want to talk about. This is true. This I is mean, true. you know, we could have a lot. Of, if we were on, the, if we were upstairs, you know, on the on the big signal, Arthur Motes, we could have a lot of conversations about courtside Karen today. <sighs> Man, <laughs> is she twenty five? That's what they said. <laughs> more like twenty. More like forty five. <laughs> but it's all good. Twenty five in dog years. All right, we're moving on. Wait a minute. All right, all right. We're here. We're here. We're here. We're here now. <laughs> We're here. So to continue the conversation we were having before we went to break, though, man, um, in terms of the money associated with the deals, right, when you're able to trade draft picks for very productive players, it, it brought me back to the situation or conversation that we had. This would have been about two weeks ago when the reports first came out about Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. wanting out. And then obviously later on he officially put out his, or his official request to be traded and things like that. And we talked about his no trade clause and why that was so significant because he could dictate where he was going to go right. versus the Texans just solely saying, hey, we're going to take this because it's the best offer. Big time difference in how they handled Absolutely. that. And it got us talking about here in Pittsburgh, like, man, what will we be willing to give up for a Ben Roethlisberger, right? We talked about the, the draft picks and things like that. But seeing this deal... It makes me wonder, what what does that mean for Deshaun Watson's market? Because, you know, initially, this is what we thought for him. We was like, oh, you know, probably two first-round draft picks, maybe a player, maybe a later pick, you know? But if Matthew Stafford at 32 just got that, I don't know if we got enough. If we were to even... You yeah. know, go down that road because well, if you go that, that a lot of teams don't have enough by that. Because I just, I, I, I really think that it's, it's gonna be a lot. Yeah. Because Deshaun is what 25? 25. Bonafide top five. Yep. A very affordable contract for the next four years. Yes, it's, it's a very big time difference, team man. Friendly contract for the next four years. That's a big time difference, right there. There is, man. but I also, 
I always hesitate in situations like this to compare because a couple things come to mind. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the old adage of all it takes is one team. Mm-hmm. In a trade, in a, in, a, in a draft scenario, in a free agency signing type, all it takes is one team to fall in love with the guy and, and they'll do the deal. Yes. Right? Um, so the L.A. Rams, as we just discussed, are a team that two years ago, three years ago was in the Super Bowl. This year they won a playoff game. They have Aaron Donald. They have Jalen Ramsey. They have Cooper Cup. They have some nice pieces. Cam Akers looks like no, a really nice no, Don't you back. get up here and talk wide receiver and I speak with my boy Robert Woods, man. Robert on, Woods. Man. They, have, they have an offensive line that was graded, I think, fifth or sixth best in the National yeah, Football man. League last year. They're in their window right now, so maybe they're more willing to be – I mean, they are. We've seen what the Rams have done the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that a team like, I don't know, the Jets, who probably definitely doesn't see themselves like the Rams, <laughs> is going to be willing to, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll go over the top because we think this guy can put us, us over, over the, the top. top. Correct. It kind of reminds me a little bit, you know, Motsi, my wife and I um, – we're, we're thinking about moving, you know, in the next year or so. Bougie. Ow, uh, ow. We're thinking, we're thinking about moving to a— uh, Y'all getting a bigger castle? Out, out of our out of our uh, townhome and into a house house. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I know. How Look about that? Look at you just—y'all becoming adults. And y'all just adult. I, That's what I'm talking about. I don't know why, but I just thought of this example. Like, we, we, we've talked with some—you know, we've got some friends and some people in our lives that are like real estate agents and things yeah. like that that we've just been picking their brains and we should do this and don't do that and look at this and all that stuff. I— was asking a question of one of my buddies about like why certain neighborhoods if you look around the Pittsburgh area and you're mm. trying to build a house cuz I don't think my wife and I are going to build a house but we we looked into it right. a little bit there's certain neighborhoods a lot of neighborhoods do this where okay your house if you're building a house here say it has to cost between 450,000 and $550,000. It right. has to be within a price range. Mm-hmm. If you're building a house in this neighborhood, it has to be over $600,000. Yes. If you're building a house in this neighborhood, it has to be $400,000. You ain't coming out here with no cheap house? Right. Or you're not building a house, you're not building a mansion in a in a, yes, in, a right, in, yes. a in an area with you a bunch of 400, $500,000 yeah. homes. And I was asking my buddy about that and he said to me that's basically because like mm-hmm. your house is only is, is worth as much as what's around it. Yes. So if all the houses around yours are worth five hundred thousand dollars and you build an eight hundred thousand dollar house you're gonna lose value on your house the first day that you live there because of your surroundings i think it's a similar you could tell me if i'm wrong here i don't know why but that's just the example that i came up with like matt stafford they got so much of a ransom because he's surrounded by a bunch of million dollar no question man if if deshaun watson is going to the jets it's not the same or or or, or, Mm -hmm. you know it's not quite the same you like that analogy like, that I just came up with there on the see, fly. See, that, that's how you know you big money guy, though, man, because, you know, uh, uh, I'm not in the housing market. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, 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 I'm, I'm out of touch with these big dollar amounts you throwing out these 400 I thought you were talking about $400. I ain't even about 400 thousand. Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. You know, so so oh, yes, bad and bougie. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, I told you, you're my spirit animal. I strive to be like you. <laughs> but no, you're absolutely right, man. And, and, and it it just so happens it benefited Matthew Staff right here. But absolutely, Deshaun benefited I, the Lions. Yeah, too. oh, in a huge way. But with Deshaun, you're absolutely right. And the thing that even with all that being said, we still have to take into account is if Deshaun signs off on it. Because he has the no trade clause. Absolutely. So and even though these other, <sighs> like, this place could say, hey, man, we got the best scenario. We saw the, the what, what Stafford got. We'll even overpay. If Deshaun is like, bro, I don't want to go there. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Right. And that's, you know what? That's really interesting in this, too. Because maybe the 
that's part of the equation for Deshaun. Like, Deshaun doesn't want to go somewhere that's going to have to give up four first-round picks for him because then he knows that's going to hamper their ability to build a roster around him. Mm-hmm. So if you're Deshaun Watson and it's the Colts are offering this and the Jets are offering that, yeah, maybe you obviously want to go to the Colts more, right? Uh, you're familiar with that team in a dome, nice roster, good head coach, we all think, and Frank Reich, stable organization. But if the Colts have to offer a couple extra draft picks to get them over the top of the Jets, then all of a sudden if you're Deshaun Watson, is it, well, all right, but the, how are they going to build a, how are they going to build up this roster around mm-hmm. me? I, there's just there's a lot of considerations. I mean, essentially, there, he sure. would be leaving that scenario that he just left in Houston to go right back to that same, just with different colors. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's right. essentially what it comes down to. Right. Yeah, different colors and playing in a dome instead of down in Texas. Yeah, it's so I I, I would just I, I've seen I've seen a lot of that. Right, people that have said, oh, well, if, if Matthew Stafford got Jared Goff, two first round picks and a third round pick, well, what the heck is Deshaun Watson going to get? You just it's the surroundings yeah. matter, all right? It's why you can't build an $800,000 home in a $500,000 home neighborhood. You, you hear that big money talk over there. <laughs> and, and, and you know what's part. Not that I'm building You heard which number he dropped first, just to let you know. <laughs> if you thought his pockets didn't run deep. If you thought for a second. Uh, if you on, thought man. the ceiling is the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what they say when they talk about Mr. West's use pockets, baby. They, right. they, they run deep. That's deep, right. Deep, deep, deep. deep and wide. But, deep man, I want to know, though. I got to ask you. Because we were talking about Deshaun Watson. The Pro Bowl was this week. Oh, yeah. Virtual the version. Virtual Pro Bowl. Gaming. I mean, essentially, they played Madden. And it mm-hmm. was, what, uh, six of the guys. No, eight. Eight guys total on Bubba okay. Wallace, the NASCAR driver. Yep. Snoop Dogg, mm-hmm. the legend. Snoop is every- <laughs> He's Snoop everywhere. Snoop everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Beast Mode, a.k.a. Marshawn Lynch, yep. my dog. Keyshawn Johnson was up there. Then they had Kyler Murray, who was the MVP of the virtual Pro Bowl, Jamal Adams, uh, Derrick Henry, and Deshaun Watson. So four legends, four Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, how do you dis- how do you describe that? Four legends, four legends. I mean, like. Like Marshawn, Snoop, Keyshawn Johnson. Who was the fourth one? Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace. Oh, I guess he's he's more younger and active. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was my thing. I'm like, all right. But either way, either way. Well, you got you. Get but, but, did, Four current but players. But what were your against, thoughts on it, though, man? Because, yeah. you know, we have Pro Bowls, but obviously our guys, um, in terms of TJ, Minka, and uh, Cam Hayward, they didn't mm-hmm. participate in the virtual right. video game. Because they essentially just played Madden live streaming it. I mean, that's essentially what it was. But what were your thoughts on it, man? I thought it was a pretty cool idea. I mean, you and I, I think we've discussed this in the past with Pro Bowls in, in previous years. Like, just the idea of all-star games feels like an antiquated thing. Like, it feels, Especially for football. It I feel feels like, like an old-timey thing. Basketball and baseball, they've yeah. done a better job. Because there's more skills yes. involved. They, but they've also done a better job Home of finding ways to make the game a little more competitive, too. Because with the for MLB... You know that is going to dictate World Series, sure. Which I still think is insane. But see, but, I love it though because it ex- makes those guys have to compete. Sure, and unless, then you're, even unless with, you're a Pittsburgh Pirate, then uh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little different there. But then even no, with basketball, like in basketball, you saw they changed it uh, the the fourth quarter format, and then the money associated right. with it. So they've right. done different things to incentivize right. it. They got to just figure that element out of it for football. But obviously in football, we have the greater injury risk. That definitely has played a larger role in it. I think it's a good way to to, to get the younger fans hooked. Yeah, I agree. I I think younger guys, younger people will tune into it, man. We got your G with us here in the studio Shout out to my man G Money in the building, Um, man. Like his age group, right? I mean, you know, they they love the – 
watching watching the gamers on on their phones. You they, know? they do. I mean, it's something that I always look at. And I'm like, bro, why why are you watching somebody else play <laughs> the game? Why are you watching someone on Twitch I would, right now? I would much rather just play the game. That's what they like to yeah. do. And so yeah, when you see Marshawn Lynch score a touchdown and he goes crazy and he's throwing his chair around yeah. the room, like. I, I think that's I think that's good for growing your audience. You're 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 you know pulling in some some younger demographics there. Yeah, I mean I understand their approach. It, it was cool for me. I, I guess it's not my generation, so it's it not. didn't keep my attention. I, I watched maybe five minutes, and then yeah. from there, I just I watched turn, some I t- highlights on Twitter. I literally turned on the rerun of the Senior Bowl practices, man. Yeah, I, 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 more, I was I was going Mac Jones crazy, man. That, yeah, that's that's what I was doing. So <laughs> let me see Mac Jones throw some crossing routes. I just I just couldn't, I, but that's me. That's me. You know, I love it. That, that's, that's how I felt about it. But either way, man. <laughs> either way, it is all good. But hey, don't forget, man. Uh, in terms of the power grid, still we're taking some of those Big yeah. Ben questions and, uh, and not questions, but the Big Ben comments in terms of, man, would you extend him or would you cut him going forward in this 2021 season, man? Get those comments in. Last chance. Hit him up on the Twitter.com at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The good hair. This is Molson Euler on Stills Nation Radio. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Final segment today. Motes and Eula, mm-hmm. Electric Factory, Steelers Nation Radio. You know what we do as we always do, having a blast. <laughs> and man, I must say, I must say, it's been fun conversation today. It has because we'll, uh, we'll do this. We'll do the Super Bowl deep dive on Thursday. Sorry, the big game. I want to say, don't, don't listen. I don't want to lose money. The big okay? game. You can't say. What are you doing for the big game? It, it, it rhymes with Hooper O. Okay. What's your favorite dish to serve at the Big Game? At the Superb Owl. Do you like the commercials from the Big Game? SB Game. Do you wear your Steelers jersey even though Pittsburgh ain't playing in the Big Game? We'll discuss all those things. I was gonna on say, Thursday. was that a subtle shot? Like, why, why has it got to? No, like, that's just that's on, a man. normal conversation, right? Okay. Do you you go into a Super Bowl party, your team's not playing. Do you wear your team gear? Is that real? Yeah, that's a real conversation. I'm a little jealous. Listen, I, you know why? Mozi, I don't think I've been invited to a Super Bowl party. That might be well, it. Well, that's probably part of the reason That might why. be it. Come say, I don't in, think I've been invited. <laughs> tune in to every radio show across the country on Friday that's uh-huh. not in Florida or not in Kansas City. And that's what they're talking and about. And that's what they're talking about. Oh, right. Packers fans, are you wearing your Packers? Oh, Detroit Lions fans, are you wearing your Lions jersey? All right, all right. Well, I learned something new today. Hey, then. Chargers fans, are you wearing your your Chargers jersey? Right, hey, I are you like wearing that. your Justin Herbert jersey to the Super Bowl party? I mean, so the real question is, are you wearing are you wearing a Steelers jersey? Well, no, don't don't tell me. We'll save it for Thursday. We'll oh, save yeah. it. We'll save it. I, see, I almost caught you in your own trap right Teasing there. Teasing it. Come on, man. Teasing you it. You gotta tease it, baby. You gotta yeah, tease yeah, we'll it. We'll do the full Super Bowl show on Thursday, and always too, because we, we we both always forget to do this, but when it's on the mind, uh. Our schedule's different now. Yes. But you can still get us in podcast Absolutely. Form That's the best place a like, week. If you can't get us live when we're up here 12 to 2 on Tuesdays and Thursdays, Eastern Standard Time, hit us up on the podcast, man. We're it, wherever you can get your podcast, mm-hmm. except Spotify. Except Spotify because it's like Coke and Pepsi. That's right. iHeart okay? and Spotify. It's like Walmart and Target. They don't do business. It's like Nike and Reebok. All right. <laughs> 
They don't it's match. Like the Steelers and the Ravens. Okay? It just, it just don't go. Okay? So anywhere else, that's where you get your podcast at. Get it, man. It's Steelers Blitz is with a Z. Like Zlatan, Zoltan, Zucker. Shout out to him getting a goal last night as well. But that's the best way, like I said, because our schedule is a little, little wacky. Yeah, that's the best place to you know stick with us consistently, and you can get all old episodes as well, man. So it's all there. I mean, the you can't go wrong with it, man. It's you can't go catalog. wrong with it. But I did want to talk to you about something. Unless you had, mm-hmm. unless you I had mean, something. we got some tweets. But if you wanna... oh no, no, if you have the tweets, go to the tweets. We'll go sure? to the tweets. Yeah, you, get, sure? get, you know what? We, we asked the people. We want their feedback. Let's, let's we, got, get we, got, we got two tweets to get, get here, tweets here before we get out of here. Uh, the lit one. Lit, 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 lit. She goes, this is completely off topic, but did we not get a new Roger Wood Here We Go song for the playoffs? I was looking for it as well. This is a question that keeps me up at night. If Roger Wood has thrown in the towel, and she does towel in parentheses, you see what she did there. Mm-hmm. I know a great replacement. <laughs> hey, now. Uh, he did. Roger Wood did put out a, a, a new edition of the song. Now, I will say, for whatever reason... It wasn't as, it didn't get the spin, it didn't get the hype, it didn't get the play that a new Roger Wood verse, that a new right. Roger Wood That's tune what gets. That's I was surprised by. I didn't he hear did, anything. He did put out a new edition, um, I now, believe the week before the first Brown, like the, the before, of week 17, I believe. Okay. I wonder why we didn't hear about it. I don't know. I saw it on the Twitter.com, but you know, mm. I... I just I I'm just tunnel vision because I'm focused on my here we go song. Uh, let's see, it turned to B for me. It <laughs> was right. like it, it, you know what I mean. It's it's, it's like yeah. it's like Suge Knight versus P Diddy. A- exactly. I'm, I'm like who you like more? Dancing. You in know, the we, we dance in the videos over here. He don't dance in his videos, so you might want that. You know, this is all a, that I'm saying is Roger. I mean, Roger Wood. He's, he's iconic, and what he did with the yeah. song was iconic. But he basically has the same lyrics every time. He just kind of changes the names a little bit. We we we, still, we we making it personal. It, Roger Wood does the if we can't get it in the end zone, we'll get three points off of whoever's toe. He we, does that no matter who the going kicker at is. Your neck. You know he he has the same lines about the Steelers defense. No matter who's on the defense, Moats and I we change up the lyrics every single week. You got to you got to spice it up. It's All like right, a relationship. So if you allow saying, the lyrics to go saying. stale. The song will be stale. If you allow your relationship to go stale, the relationship will be stale, man. You can't do that. And then to close us out here, we got uh, one last tweet uh, on the topic of Benjamin Roethlisberger. Uh, Ryan here tweets and says, just got done cleaning all my snow off the driveway, listening to, to you guys. Thank God you guys are back this week. Hopefully your back is feeling good there, yeah. Ryan, after shoveling all that snow. You see what I did there? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan says, Ryan says we were worried last week on Ben. I say extend, but I agree. I don't see us winning a Lombardi this year. I feel insanity coming. That's I the agree. doing the same thing and expecting a different result. You know, that I is the agree. that we kick around the Einstein definition of insanity all the time. I mean, because people are going to come back. This uh, start of next season, when the optimism is high as it can be, and the biggest thing they're going to be pointing to is, well, we got Ben. This is why. This is, and we're going to say, well, what is different this year compared to what we saw and last year? I want to be clear with that too. Like you and I are not sitting here right. like doom and gloom. Oh, they're going to go four and twelve. No, that's not what they're, we're they're saying. going to be a good team. They'll be like I said. They'll still flirt around double digits and win. They'll be in that nine to eleven win range, which is a good team, but it's not a great team. Yes, and, and I, that's I, the problem. I, I and I, I just I I don't see them taking a huge step. Uh, if you make me if you make me say one or the other right now, what's today? February second, mm-hmm. year of our Lord, twenty twenty one. That they take a step forward, or even a half step forward, or they take a half step back. I'm going half step back. The age of the quarterback, mm-hmm. the age of the offensive line. Bud Dupree's probably not going to be here. Who knows what happens to Cam Sutton and Mike mm-hmm. Hilton? There's just a lot. Who knows what happens to Juju? 
there's just a lot of moving parts, Motsi. Just a lot of moving parts. With, I agree, man. With with a lot of guys that are aging at the same time as well, too. Yeah, I definitely agree, man. I just I don't think it's going to be a lot different in terms of in-season outcomes. Yeah. Regardless if it's okay, instead of it being wild card, it's the divisional round. I just don't that's see the, them, that's the insanity right, part. Yeah, I just don't see it being. It's any not different. that like oh, it's an, it's absolutely yeah. insane to to have Ben Roethlisberger. No, it's just the, in terms of the results. Yes, we expect it to be similar to last year, maybe maybe just a little bit less. But hey, we'll see. And I think Moats and I will be the first to tell you we obviously hope we're wrong. Yeah, we're hoping it's, we're hoping it's 365 yeah. days from now, and we're gearing up for the Steelers in the Super Bowl with a bunch of egg on our face. Listen, do you know how fun that would be? That that's that's yes, that's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> but we can't get that without uh, you know, taking care of the bills and paying you know the people we're supposed to pay today. That's right. You want me to hit the music so we can get out of here? Yeah, get people what they need, man. All righty, all righty, all righty. First, I got to give a big time shout out to my producer with the amazing hair, Mr. Wesley Euler. Shout out thank to you. my man. Thank you. Thank you. Got to give a big time shout out to the Power Grid as well, man. They always do what they do best, which is hop in, fill in, call, you know, talk to us, give us that good energy, man. Major shout out to you guys. Then I got to give a shout out to my co-host, my colleague, partner in crime, Mr. Wesley Euler. Hey. Give a shout out to my main man Gray was in the saddle with us, man. Right. Held me down in well that be, well behaved in, 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 the, in the extra chair, you know what I mean? So that was all good. But as we always do, man, you know. Thanks to Enjoy. Power shout out to everybody that tuned in with us. Everybody's been riding with us. Look forward to Thursday. Oh, we need uh-huh. we need the participation on Thursday. Yes. Talk because about it. With predictions. Mm-hmm. All right. It's gonna be a big deal. We're bringing back predictions on it's Thursday. It's a so big deal. High noon. Make sure you're locked in. Don't miss it. But you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.